In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're talking about the holidays, in particular, holiday stress. I know people get excited for the holidays, especially now that Thanksgiving has passed. Looking forward to Christmas, you know, time with family, shopping, all the kind of fun stuff that's usually associated with holidays. However, just to let everybody know, I get very busy right before the holidays as a therapist, and I'm going to tell you why. So we're going to be talking about holiday stress. And as usual, we're giving away free stuff as we always do every show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. We're hanging out here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios, and I know I haven't thrown this out here in a while, but uh, for those of you who've ever considered or even um, thought about doing a podcast, I'm telling you, the best way to do it is to, to come go to podcastyourvoice.com. Um, there, there are podcasts about everything out there. I've, I've thousands and th- hundreds of thousands of podcasts. Um, but if you ever thought about something that you might want to do a podcast about, it could it, honestly, there, there's so it's, it's niched down so low. People, it, it doesn't matter what it is, somebody's going to want to listen to it. Um, so if you ever thought about that, this is the best way to do it because you walk in, you record, and you leave. You don't have to worry about all the technology, the camera, the audio, the, the uploading, the episodes. Podcast Your Voice does all of that. You just come in, record, and leave. And your information, your show, your ideas get out there. So yeah, take a look at podcastyourvoice.com if you would be interested in that. So again, folks, thanks for joining me. It is a Monday night as we're recording this, and um, only a couple weeks. Uh, we're, we're, we're in the 5th of December as, as we're recording this already, uh, and I, I know I sound like the, the old man down the block, but uh, time seems to fly as you get older. I, I, I Honestly, I feel like it was just Halloween just a couple of days ago, and here we are into December, and uh, yeah, it's, it's almost time for Christmas. So as I said in the intro, I know a lot of people get excited for the holidays. I mean, um, you know, I, I guess if you're 10 years old, it's a super exciting time. Sometimes when you become parents and grandparents, it uh, becomes a little bit overwhelming, and we're going to talk about that today. But before we get to that, let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Uh, website, website has been totally revamped. I, I, it's probably been live for about three weeks, I'm going to guess right now, but um, totally redone, nice and clean. Anything you're looking for there, you can find it. Um, information regarding shows, if you want to inquire about a show, information about personal sessions and how they work and, and how that all comes together. Uh, information about speaking engagements, if you want to have me for some kind of event. 
uh, as a speaker. So check that out. All of that's up there. It also promotes the podcast, which you'll see on the homepage. And it also promotes my book, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide, which was published just about a year and a half ago. Um, so just check out the website. Again, brand new look, really clean. Um, hopefully you'll like it. Uh, leave me a message there. There's a chat widget you can just jump right into or just leave a message um, on, on the contact page. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Instagram and Snapchat, which are both Motor City Hypno. That is H-Y-P-N-O, Motor City Hypno. So yeah, uh, connect with me on social media. Specifically, my, my Facebook page is my biggest social media source right now. I think we're, we're I don't know if we're over 45,000 followers there, but it's close to that. It's it, it's it's either close to that or close to 46. I don't know which, but, but a lot of people follow me on there. That really is the main source of information and things that get out there. In fact, we always stream live. That's when we do the podcast is right to the Facebook page. So yeah, check that out on Facebook, Motor City hypnotist and uh, join there. Uh, join with all the 45,000 other people that have uh, connected with me and uh, follow me there. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide every episode. You can find that link in the show notes. Just click on the link, download it. It is yours to keep. It's a page and a half PDF that I wrote. Just gives you the basics, ins and outs of what hypnosis is, what it's not, clears up some myths and misconceptions. Again, it's always free. Just click the link and download it and it will be yours. It's time for our winner of the week. done so so our winner this week is actually not a human being it's actually it's a dog and i know we do a lot of animal stories on there because i because i i have a soft spot for animals you know i have a dog and um i i know that that i promoted um matt and jamie's uh animal talk radio uh podcast here on on my podcast so so yeah i i definitely love like like good animal stories that that are, are happy or uplifting but this this is amazing because I, i'm 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 gonna read i'm gonna read the story and and just i i can't even imagine this happening as horrific as it was the dog's okay a georgia sheepdog is recovering from injuries after squaring off against a pack of coyotes killing eight of them while protecting his flock casper a sheepdog who works on John Willers. I think I hope you got that name right. It's W I E R W I L L E R. So it's Weir Willer, I believe. George Weir Willer's Georgia Farm fought off the more than half a dozen coyotes in a fight that lasted over a half an hour. W A G A T V reported. Weir Willer says that Casper disappeared for two days after the brutal fight. We knew he was hurt because we found parts of his tail and blood and other things, so we were very worried, Weir Willer said. Casper eventually returned to the farm with visible injuries. He was kind of looking at me like, Boss, stop looking at how bad I look, just take care of me, Weir Willer said. Where Willer said it looked like a coyote grabbed his skin and peeled it right off. The Lifeline Animal Project, an organization with a mission to end euthanasia of healthy animals, has stepped in to help raise money for Casper's hospital bills. 
the group launched a GoFundMe to cover the $15,000 hospital bill and has already exceeded its goal and will use the remaining funds to help save future animal lives. So that's the story. And those of you watching on Facebook Live, here's here's a picture of the dog. He, the sheepdog, he's so cool looking. You can see his ear is pretty messed up right there. But But this one dog fought off a pack of coyotes and... I want to make sure I get the number right. He killed eight of them. This dog killed eight coyotes in 30 minutes' time during this attack. Not to not to promote violence or anything, but good for this sheepdog. I mean, that 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 he would he would risk his own life to save his flock and and take care of all these coyotes who are wild animals. Let's face it. But uh, he's going to be okay. Um, yeah, again, a lot of injuries, but uh, definitely on the mend and, and getting back to normal. But I, I thought that was just an amazing story. Um, if you want to read the story or get links to the other things, especially to the GoFundMe, I know they've already covered the hospital bills, but you can feel free to go there and, and donate for um, the funds to help save future animal lives. That link will be in the show notes. Just take a look. That link to the story will be right there. But yeah, just an amazing story about Casper who offended off a pack of coyotes, killing eight to protect his flock. Good job, Casper. Definitely our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. It's crazy. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, I read that story. It just amazed me. It just amazed me. I, I knew I had to use it. So, back to it. All right. So after that, I mean, think think about how stressful Casper was trying to defend his flock from all these coyotes. That's how a lot of people feel about the holidays. So those of you who, who have listened or followed me for any length of time, you know, I'm, I'm a therapist. I talk to people every day. We talk about issues and anxieties and depression and things that bother people and things that people are struggling with. And it's been super busy since honestly since just before thanksgiving because people get stressed out they they get overly stressed and anxious about the holidays and there are a lot of factors that go into that and i'm going to get into a bunch of those um but some people just feel honestly some people just feel overwhelmed so i'm going to share with you some statistics and i know i don't want to bore you with a bunch of numbers but i think it's important to know how rampant this this feeling of anxiety and stress is when it comes to the holidays so i'm going to read again a couple of numbers and and just bear with me because i think it's important insight into how people are feeling a 2018 study found that 88 percent of americans felt stressed while celebrating the holidays and even just think of that statement felt stressed while celebrating I, i i mean i don't know about you I, I can celebrate, but I don't know if I want to be stressed while I'm celebrating. It kind of defeats the purpose of having a celebration, right? Um, so 88% of Americans feel stressed while celebrating the holidays. And that's from a, a survey from Perigo via the PR Newswire. The American Psychological Association found that on average, more women than men report feeling stressed around the holidays. And again, that's from the APA, the American Psychological Association. 38% of females surveyed respondents reported being stressed about holiday costs. Of 2,000 U.S. survey respondents, 43% reported feeling more stressed 
about this holiday than the one prior. So think about that. It's almost as if it's just this ongoing thing where each one gets worse than the last or gets more stressful than the last. And, and think about that. If, if, if that goes on like every year, depending on how old you are, that, that's a lot. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. I mean, it can. I mean, it, especially with your emotions and it becoming increasingly difficult. Um, th- this is not a surprising one. I'm going to throw us men under the bus here. More women than men shoulder the responsibility of holiday shopping and planning and report stress from the limited time available to get everything done. That is also from the American Psychological Association. So I will say, and, and again, I... I I, I see this, all, and, and I can say this from experience. It's not anecdotal evidence. It's based on the clients that I see and the number of clients I've seen over the years. Women typically, and, and, and again, there's an exception to every rule, but typically women manage households. They're the ones in charge. They're the ones who make decisions. They're the ones who arrange childcare. They're the ones who, who make sure groceries are there, what everybody's going to have for meals. Women tend to be the managers of a household. So it's not a surprise that more women than men shoulder the responsibility of of the holiday shopping and planning because it just kind of falls to them in general. Um, And it's... um, Oh, good for you! (laughs) No, I'm being serious. Women are generally the ones in charge. So they shoulder most of the burden of stress when it comes to holiday issues. Um, Here's another interesting one. Uh, A 2019 survey found that for Americans with children, holiday stress starts early. 27% of surveyed Americans begin to stress about the holidays by the beginning of November. And again, I can back that up, stating that I've seen an increase in as far as my, my therapy in the office of clients coming in, again, with stress and anxiety and depression, feeling overwhelmed, feeling buried with responsibilities. And I've seen that. It, it increases every year right in the beginning of, of November, and it kind of goes through right to the middle of January. And this is not, like I said, this is something that I've been in practice for 30 years. So it's, um, you know, it, it, it's, I, I can tell just from experience that that is what I see every holiday time. So here's, and, and, and these are not surprising either. Another survey from the American Psychological Association said some of the most commonly felt negative emotions during the holidays include fatigue, stress, irritability, and sadness. Attach anxiety and depression as over, over or underlying reasons for these feelings. Um, and this is interesting. Also break it down by age. Now, you would think that younger people probably have less stress in general. Not always the case. A lot of people who are in college or looking for work or starting their first job, that could be very stressful. But again, a study from the APA said, found that people aged 30 and younger are more likely to report a decrease in stress rather than an increase. Now, again, that's based on age and experience and all those types of things. Most, and I'm going to say in general, is if you look at statistics, most people under 30 may not have established families yet. Maybe they haven't been married yet. Maybe they're married, but they don't have kids yet. So there's a lot less things to take care of and a lot more less worries to have. So here, here are the main things that people worry or have stress about. Uh, and again, this is a, a lot of these studies are from when I say APA, I'm referring to the American Psychological Association. That's where a lot of these studies come from. Um, 
The APA found that some of the leading holiday stressors for Americans are lack of time, lack of money, commercialism, or hype, pressure of giving or getting gifts, and staying on a diet. Now, there's a lot there. <laughs> there's a lot to break down with that. I mean, um, just by themselves. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you in a moment. So, we look at this. Lack of time and lack of money. I mean, think about it. If you feel under the gun, if you feel pressured, if you feel like you don't have enough time to get things done, you're going to feel stressed about it. And unfortunately, this, this is one of the big issues that come up during the holidays, especially Christmas. People don't... People don't have a lot of expendable income. Now, in general, I'm, I'm saying a, a large portion of the population, they don't have a lot of expendable income, which makes them feel guilty and bad that they're not able to do what they want to do, especially for their children or other family members during the holidays. And this can give a, a definitely a feeling of disappointment, a feeling of stress, a feeling of failure. Um, it's interesting that they put in that study commercialism or hype like like it promotes and i know i'm not going to go off on a tangent on media and and but but if you look at just the commercials how they change and it started right after halloween ended i'm telling you november 1st there were christmas commercials on tv they start right off the bat and and it's always this pressure to kind of have to meet this this imagined or fictitious requirement as far as giving gifts or spending money and, and I know that this is the trick of media. It's what, what happens. That's, how, that, that, that's what sales is. It's enticing people to do things and get things. One, they might want, but two, they might not necessarily need. But it, but it, give, it gives that, that, that push or, or that incentive to, to buy something, even though it might not be in financially feasible or right for you. Um, the same survey found that another key holiday stressor was in-person holiday events. Now, this is a big one that I see coming up. So, we all have families, um, and some families are great. Um, some families may not be that great, and, and, and it's okay to say that. I've, I've said this to clients over and over, and you've probably heard it. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you'll know I've probably said this. Just because somebody is family doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with them. Now, now let me let me just go into this. Especially during the holidays, typically it's large family gatherings. You'll probably see aunts and uncles and cousins and you know uh, uh, siblings and their children, and and it's a lot of different people. Now, I guarantee you, a lot of these people are not going to have the same viewpoints on things as you do. Oh boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. And it can during the holidays, especially if if. Here's the things that happen, and, and this is this has happened a lot recently, especially over the last, I'm going to say, 8, 12 years, is family members who want to talk about politics. Now, it doesn't matter where you stand. It doesn't matter where you're at. That's not a, that shouldn't be a holiday family discussion. Now, if somebody insists on doing that, my suggestion is that if, if, if it's not something you want to hear, you just remove yourself from the situation. But we all have that um, that person now it, it might be your it might be the, the crazy uncle or the crazy aunt or or the misguided cousin that you know is going to come up with something silly i don't know what we're yelling about and, and it it's this is this happens in every family you might have more than one of them 
So the important thing, and I'm going to get into some strategies in a moment, and we're going to talk about that, but the important thing is to have a plan in mind when you run into these types of family members, these types of people, um, because that, that, can, that can cause conflict, which causes other people to feel uncomfortable and really put a damper on your holiday gatherings. Um, uh, another survey identified that 50% of respondents were worried about being able to afford any gifts during the holiday season. That was a survey done by Credit Karma in 2020. Now, I know that this is always tough because, you know, let's face it, some people are better, better off financially. Some people are not so good financially. So, so in, but, but there's, there's this, in, I, again, this, this inbuilt or this, this, this obligation that's put onto us societally that we have to compare, that we have to meet up with what other people are doing. And I know this sounds cliche, but I'm going to say it anyway. Holidays and Christmas are not about gifts. It's about giving. And there are many ways to give. You can give time. You can give homemade things. And, and I know people, you're going to cringe. Uh, but but I'm serious about this because a lot of people don't have finances. They don't have the income to be able to, to spend on gifts from a store. So giving can happen in many other different ways. Um, again, this is another uh, study by the APA. It's a kind of linked to the one I just mentioned. People who feel increased stress due to the holidays are more likely than others to stress about the financial aspects of the holiday season. So there are important things. I'm going to throw them out there. I know these are common sense, but here's the thing. Don't overstretch yourself. Don't overspend. Don't, don't reach beyond what your means are to try to make something happen. Now, I've, I've talked to clients over and over again. You know, I'll, I'll give you a, a perfect example. You know, maybe, maybe your, your kid wants an Xbox or a PS5, um, but the parent doesn't have $500 to spend on these things. So, so it's, it's, it's not, you, you have to look at it realistically and say, what am I able to afford and what can I realistically do? And that's worth a conversation with your kids as well to say, you know, we would love to do that for you. We just don't have the means to do that. And, and I think honesty in that situation is the best way to do it rather than making up excuses. So, Holiday stress can be something that can be really difficult. It, it, it can be something that, that affects you, provides or, 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 or influences your feelings as far as depression and anxiety. But I'm going to give you some specific things that are going to help you during this holiday season to feel less stressed, less anxious, less depressed, and be able to function better in a, in a, in a better mindset than you may have in the past. So we're going to do that next episode. So in the meantime, again, we're going to come back. I'm going to tell you what to do in part two of holiday stress. But before we leave, we're going to check in on our adoption dog for this week. This is from the Detroit Animal Shelter. And today's dog is a Sharpe mix. He's 65 pounds and his name is Rubble. I'm just going to show you that here. On the, those of you watching Facebook Live, you can take a look. Those of you listening to audio, you can always jump to my Facebook page and jump in on the episode and take a look at Rubble. Rubble wants to be adopted. Again, he's a 65-year-old Sharpe mix. He's dog-friendly, cat-friendly, and kid-friendly at eight years plus. So if you have older kids and other pets, 
He's a good guy. He needs a home. Check him out on Detroit Animal Rescue or DetroitDogRescue.com. There is rubble. So we'll be back next episode, part two of Holiday Stress. I'm going to give you specific things that you can do to manage your holiday stress and feel better. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 